朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。Love in real life, fighting for true love. Get me out of the realm of fake social media love. I want the real thing. I want to know about love in real life. Love IRL is a hot topic Q and A for those seeking a more excellent way for love. First Corinthians twelve thirty one. Now eagerly desire the greater gifts, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. Love. Is it okay for a Christian to date a non-believer? T S and her husband have been married for seventeen years, and they have three daughters. Here is what she has to say. Why would you want to? The Bible describes unbelievers as lawless, darkened, hard-hearted, blind, idolatrous enemies of God, deceptively charming, fleeting in beauty, and their righteousness is like filthy rags. This description is the truth and reality about who we all are before Christ rescues us. It's not until we're saved by Jesus that we start to learn how to sacrificially love others, rather than love with selfish motives. An unbeliever is utterly incapable of loving you as you desire, and are created to want love. The Bible says a person who fears the Lord is to be praised, not someone who is attractive, charming, or. Who makes me feel good about myself? Isn't that the kind of person you want to look for to date? A Christian whose supreme treasure is Christ cannot find deep union with a non-believer whose supreme treasure is something in creation other than Christ. What is dating for? The two outcomes of a dating relationship are marriage or breaking up. So, dating's purpose is to determine if you should marry. First Corinthians seven thirty nine says we're to marry only in the Lord. Second Corinthians six fourteen says, "Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers." If you're pursuing an unbeliever in a deepening romantic relationship that could lead to marriage. You are going against the commands in the Bible and compromising your love for Christ by pursuing a forbidden marriage. If you're dating only to evangelize or become friends, extreme caution should be taken. Spending one-on-one -on -one time with the opposite sex, sharing deep and emotional things, most often leads to physical attraction and sexual temptation. Proverbs four twenty three says, "Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it." First Corinthians fifteen thirty three says, "Bad company corrupts good character," and Second Timothy two twenty two says, "Flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness." Why date and put yourself in a compromising or dangerous situation? Just go out with a group of friends, or introduce them to mature Christians of their sex, if this is your true aim. What did God create marriage for? 
marriage was created for the service of God in his world through 1. Partnership Eve was made as a necessary helper to work in union with Adam to accomplish the great task God assigned. She is not created because he's lonely. Christian marriages are to focus together on love, service, and obedience to God. They're to encourage one another toward godliness and maturity in Christ. How can an unbeliever do this? 2. Procreate In marriage, we are to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and have dominion over it. Genesis 1, 27 and 28 Christian parents are to raise children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord and raise up another generation under God's rule to care for His world. How can an unbeliever do this? 3. Sexual intimacy and a living picture Christian marriage is a gospel picture to the world of Jesus the groom and his bride the church. We portray God-honoring delight, purity, lifelong faithfulness, order, leadership, submission, and self-sacrificial love to all around us. How can an unbeliever do this? An extra bonus. Warnings against marrying unbelievers and forbidding intermarriage between religions appears all through the Bible. It led to the downfall of numerous kings, the turning away of generations of children, and invited destruction from the Lord. To think you will keep following Jesus even with an unbelieving spouse is naive, dismissive of God's wise warnings, and grossly underestimates your own weakness. These aren't simply rules from an overbearing God, but the loving protection of a good and wise Father who knows what will bring you the greatest joy and what will cause you the deepest despair. The truth is probably that you feel lonely, desire companionship, are scared God won't or can't provide for your needs and don't want to be alone the rest of your life, right? You're not alone. Haven't we all felt these things at times? Beloved, if God did not withhold his perfect son to rescue you from your sins, he will not withhold anything you truly need in this life as you seek to know and follow him. You can trust him. He knows exactly what you need. Thanks for having some spiritual Waimai with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.